0: Welcome to the Flying Solo podcast, a show for those going it alone in business. I'm your host, Robert Gerrish. Flying Solo is an Australian online community and home to stacks of free resources, discussion forums, professional development tools, and a whole lot more. Find us at flyingsolo.com.au or join us on Facebook. Nathan Huppatz joins us today. Nathan is a successful entrepreneur and the author of The Dummy's Guide to Getting Started on eBay. This interview was originally recorded as a live radio segment, hence the listener involvement that pops up from time to time. Thanks for having me, Robert, and uh, it's good to talk to you about
1: this today. Um, but yeah, getting started and Having a small online business, yeah, we we certainly do run across many people like that, particularly at uh, conferences. And uh, there's an eBay conference up in the Gold Coast called um, the Internet Conference, Mm -hmm. uh, which is. Uh, got a, you know, a large, I guess, community of, of smaller sellers uh, on eBay or, or on their own website who, yeah, making a go of it and either getting some part-time income or, or possibly building a bigger business. Mm.
0: And tell me, when you when you meet these people, what's your what's your overall sort of sense? Do you is it do you do you sort of sit there and and observe a great opportunity that not many people are, are grabbing onto? What what's your sort of sense of the state of the market, as it were? Um, yeah, I guess it's it's the same as anything. I
1: mean, selling online it's not for everyone, um, but for those who are, are keen to explore and, and are keen to, you know, get, get a bit of part-time income or look for some opportunity, there certainly is a huge amount of opportunity. Um, in particular, with you know, eBay's presence in Australia, and I'll, I'll single out eBay because mm. they're by by far and away the largest platform. Yep. Um, You can start up a small business, just selling a few little things from home, and answer emails at night time if you want, or during the day, and ship out five or ten orders a day. And people can be really surprised how quickly they can build up um, a little bit of extra pocket money and revenue. And look, whether they want to take that further or not is up to them. Mm. And it's you know to build a big online business, it takes a lot of time and a lot of effort and a lot of commitment and sometimes investment. It's certainly not. Um, not for the faint-hearted. You, it's not for the faint-hearted if you no. want to build a business and, and pay for staff and yourself and make a living out of it. You know, mm. it's it's not as easy as it sometimes is made out to be by uh, you know, some people in the industry. But yes, um,
0: particularly people who are trying to sell you their consulting services usually. Exactly, yeah <laughs> so w- when you come across um, businesses uh, as you do and, and and as we do as well, that are sort of selling on eBay and as you say it's a, it's it's a, a little bit of income generally what what do you think is it is it like a thirty thousand fifty thousand dollar a year opportunity, or is that an impossible kind of question to answer? Um, it certainly can be, yeah, uh, it can be more than that too,
1: mm. but it, again, it really depends on on what you're selling and how much. Yeah, sometimes you have to invest, you have to buy a bit of stock, other times you know, not much. And it can depend on the category as well. You know, Some categories can be high margin, others can be high turnover and, and low margin. But mm. you know, if, if you're looking to start a, a little business selling – you know, I know someone who sells mobile accessories, just you know, charging cables for phones and and things like that. And they've got a small range of product. They put a few hundred dollars in, and you know, they make a bit of margin. And every month, they've been using their profit to add a bit more stock. Mm. And you know, their little business, their turnover's gone from five hundred dollars a month to a thousand dollars a month to two thousand dollars a month, three thousand, and it's still growing. You know, and that's a simple little business. It, mm. it doesn't take a lot of room to store the stock. Pretty easy to deal with customer inquiries. You can make you know, maybe thousand dollars a month out of it. So yeah. you know, there's there's twelve grand a year, and this person's only been doing this for, for three or four, five months. So you know, it it takes a bit of time, but if you answer questions quickly and your customer service is good and your product is good, then, yeah,
0: you can certainly do well out of it. Yeah. And, look, and as you say, uh, said a few moments ago, you know, you we're talking a lot about eBay and mm. we should make it clear not, this is certainly not sponsored by eBay. No, no. <laughs> neither neither <laughs> are either of us. But as you say, that is the main platform. Um, if, if, you were, if someone comes up to you now, surely they must do when you're out and about doing these things, saying, look, Nathan, I really want to do this. I've just got no idea what I should be selling. Um, apart from throwing your 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 head into your hands, how do you respond to a question what would you be saying to someone who's thinking, yeah, you know what? I'd like to give this a go. Just got no idea where to start. Well, I guess yeah, the first thing I'd usually say to people like that
1: is, you know, what 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 do you like? What are your hobbies? You know, if you're interested in in outdoor education, you can you can do something there. If you're, if you're a fitness fanatic, then maybe you can sell fitness guides. Or mm. you know, there's there's usually something you can connect with, and that usually works better for people. Yeah. Um, if they don't really have um, a hobby or something that, that lends itself well to to you know, retail online, then the next thing I'd suggest is we'll think about. All of the friends and the contacts that you have, and the businesses that they're in, you know, it might be that you know they know someone who has a, a bricks and mortar business selling a product that isn't commonly found on online yet. You know, there might be opportunity there. So, um, yeah, there's there's you don't have to limit yourself to something that you like or that you're familiar with, mm. but. I've found that in some cases it can help. If you can be a bit of an expert on a product because yep. you know that industry, that can give you a, a big advantage. Look,
0: that's I think that's the great point. And it was I, I kind of thought and hoped that that is what you would say because I think for anybody – Um, starting any kind of business but particularly moving into online retail if you're going to be doing it start with with where you feel some kind of personal connection Mm. and um i guess the thing is you know for anyone listening who maybe hasn't spent any time on ebay if if any such people still exist um There's everything on there, isn't there? There's absolutely everything on there. And if you look at what I found is, and I I have a a bit of a weakness for for particular chairs from a certain designer, and I just can't help myself. I'm surrounded by them now. (laughs) (laughs) I just buy far more than I sell, unfortunately. But anyway, enough of my problems. Um, But that totally comes from my own personal interest. And then you start to look and get a sense of, well, actually, if I described it like this, or I photographed it like this, or I just put a little bit of effort into presentation and preparation, it can make such a difference, can't it? Yeah, it
1: does, yeah. Absolutely.
0: You know, and the, the other point, sorry, I'm, I'm distracting myself, the other point of friends and contacts, I think if you haven't got something that is jumping out yourself, then what you're suggesting there really is to research. Start with your friends, start with your contacts, mm-hmm. look for gaps. Is, exactly. Is the way. Uh yeah. when you, you you mentioned the example there of of um, the the sort of contact that you have, that's selling phone accessories, mm-hmm. um, where does that person find them from? Or what when you when you look at that sort of area, is is does that involve then trying to find a manufacturer? And any any thoughts about how people get started in that side of things? Yeah, I mean, often if, you know, especially in that market, for example, there
1: are already lots of sellers of phone accessories mm. and, you know, people shouldn't fall into that the trap of, of looking at um, eBay or doing a search on Google for, you know, a, a phone charging cable and seeing that there's 500 sellers of them and thinking that, okay, the market's too crowded for me to get into. Um, conversely, you know, the market's obviously large and popular. So, mm. you know, if you're a good operator, yeah, there, there can be
0: room. So don't, don't be put off by the mere fact that a lot of other people might be in the similar space.
1: Not necessarily. I mean, yeah. if it's the space that, that you think you'd be comfortable getting into because you know the product and maybe you've got access to good supply of the product, which is very important, then, mm-hmm. then you can certainly make a go of it. So going back to the supply problem, um, for something like you know uh, mobile accessories that, that can be sold very cheaply, uh, a lot of product comes out of China and Asia. Yeah. Um, now, I would you know, tend to direct people towards sites like alibaba.com and globalsources.com and you can start searching on there. They're, they're massive websites with thousands and thousands of suppliers in Asia uh, and you can find a manufacturer or a, a trading company that will sell and ship you just about anything. Um, but, you know, that comes with its own risks. You, you have to do a bit of research, send out a lot of emails, try and filter out the smaller you know sellers or the ones who possibly look suspicious yep. to find the better ones.
0: Um, and do do you do you find so that's alibaba.com and globalsources.com so both yep. as you say kind of collectives of of um of individuals and businesses that are that are, would be prepared to export their products to a buyer yep. in Australia. Absolutely. Um do you find that um, most people's experiences are good ones, or is, is it? Do we need to be very cautious here if somebody's getting into that sort of space? What's your What's your observation of the incidence of, of issues there?
1: Um, look, they're, they're mostly good. Um,
0: there's obviously a few rogue operators who are trying to
1: dupe you out of some money, and the standard rules in business apply. If it looks mm. If it looks too good to be true, it, it probably, probably is. is you know, okay. and especially in, in Asia, if, if you're trying to buy. A brand name product, you know, like we sell brand name costumes. There is no way I would I would buy a Batman costume out of direct out of China because it right. would not be genuine. You know, it's it's uh, something you have to watch out for, and and there are other issues too that that people don't often think about. Um, especially with electronic items, you know, they should be. They should have CTIC approval and an end code. You should be registered uh, with the Australian Communications and Media Authority to sell okay. certain products. Um, yeah, so, so do so your home, were, do your homework. So you do on your, your homework and do is. a bit of research. Yeah. Yep, yep, but. Um,
0: yeah. Okay. Well. And when you, when uh, I, I know that um, you've, you've, and we'll talk about it more at the end. But you wrote the, um, the guide for one of the dummies guides on on using eBay, getting started on eBay. A, right. a very popular seller, I know. and We'll, we'll direct people there at, at the end of this podcast. Um, in that, do you do you go there in in some detail in how to kind of behave on eBay? Because again, one thing I've observed as a buyer is a good buyer, I mean, a good seller rather really stands out in the way they communicate, the way they interact um, mm. versus those that, that are really pretty deplorable assets. I mean, do you have any any observations there? And, and what are your thoughts around how most businesses operate in that, that side of things? Yeah, it's been interesting
1: actually over the years. eBay stands out obviously because they have a feedback system. And um, as, a, as a seller – you have to be a good performer so you can encourage customers to leave you high feedback. Yep. Um, and yeah, at, over the years, it, sellers have felt a little bit of grief because they feel like they're sort of um, over the barrel and they're at the mercy of the buyer. Um, so it can be a difficult marketplace to satisfy customers. But what it does do is it, it ensures that if you start a business on eBay and you start a home business on eBay and you think you want to make Online retailer, uh, uh, a longer term business or a larger business down the track, it's a fantastic proving ground. Mm. Um, if you focus on customer service and answering every question and you make your listings as descriptive as possible and your image is great, and if you're a really good operator, you will do really well. Simple as that. And it's the same with any business. And these days, it's funny too, but I often say to people, there's feedback everywhere. You know, mm. there's this proliferation of review sites, you know, productreview.com.au and there's yep. Yelp, there's Business Reviews, there's Facebook. If you've got a Facebook page for your business, it's the same as having a feedback account on eBay. If mm. people don't like something, they'll post it on your Facebook yeah, You'll account. hear so about it. You will. And, um, you know, if you're a good business, you have to you have to back yourself and don't mm. be afraid of selling on eBay, having a Facebook account and being on Yelp. If someone gives you a bad review, you, know, you, you deal with it and you, yes. you make sure you look inwardly at the business and why did that happen? But. Um, You just have to be great customer service and run a good business it's like any bricks and mortar business
0: absolutely right and, I, and I, I think that's the I suppose the fact that the the barrier to entry is so much lower than bricks and mortar that's why I yeah. guess it still does attract a number of people that clearly have no customer service skills at all but in terms of approving proving ground um, yes I mean I, I observe a number of people on there I've known a few people that have started on eBay and then taken it off and grown something much larger and similarly others that have gone the other way you mm. know that have built something large and then actually realize that they can supplement what they do um with ebay Absolutely. but yeah. if i can can i can i talk a little bit about your own one of and i know you have um your fingers in a number of pies and they're all related to e-commerce and online selling totally get that um, and i know that quite recently you've put um a lot of work into your new website which is costumes yep and yeah How did you, if you're happy to sort of discuss this, what was your, how did you kind of get towards that? Did you, what did you observe um, that made you think, right, I'm going in this direction, I'm going to go into this market? What what were the signals that you sort of looked for? Because I guess another way, I'm not thinking of the scale on which uh, you're growing that business necessarily, but another opportunity for somebody who's maybe listening and is doing some retail already um, might be interested in going the path you did, which is where you observe something and you think, you know what, if I get involved in this, I can acceler- accelerate this a great deal. So what mm-hmm. did you see? What did you look for there? Really, it was just opportunity.
1: And it came about because we'd, we'd originally started a, a fishing business on eBay um, back in 2004, 2005. And we were a very large one of the top 10 sellers on eBay Australia at the time. And we saw a gap in the market because we, we looked on eBay in Australia, not much fishing gear was getting sold in the US, tons of fishing gear was getting sold. So, we thought, well, oh, there must be some demand there somewhere. And So, fishing rods, hooks, everything. Rods and reels. And we imported and reels, okay. from Asia, from China, and we mm-hmm. branded it ourselves. And, and you know, we built it up to a nice business. And eventually, we sold it off. And uh, after we'd sold it, we would Doing some more development and building websites for other people, and um, we had we had some great staff who really knew eBay and customer service, and we really didn't want to le- lose those retail um, mm. customer service focused staff. So you were hungry for another another, another crack, looking looking for something else, else. yeah. Right. And and um, it was really an opportunity. We we had a supplier that we'd found in the US that sold um, more of a sort of sexy costume range, like bedroom costumes and lingerie. Mm-hmm. And they could ship to us you know, fairly quickly, fairly cheaply and, and we had a little electronics hobby website at, at the same time and and uh, some musical instruments so we had three little sites just ticking along really mm-hmm. to keep our staff there because we knew that we would grow one of these businesses down the track. Right. And uh, it turned out that the, the little lingerie business was started to do you know, fairly well. It was just based on eBay. And we we looked at the market and, again, we looked – we used eBay to do a lot of research because we're, mm. we're familiar yeah, with it. the platform. Yep. And we thought, you know, there's actually quite a big market in this and, and costumes in particular was growing in Australia um, three or four years ago. Mm. So, we, we did some more research. We found some costume distributors and wholesalers in Australia and the US and the UK and we looked at um, – the brand ownership we okay we, we needed to work out do we have to buy locally were, were we going to be able to import um, these brands and trademarks into Australia you now the gray import them mm-hmm. and so we, we sorted out all of that and uh, we found a couple of good suppliers and and once we started adding a little bit of range we sort of tested the water and we we put some range up and it started to, to take off mm. and it was really around that point we thought well look it's it's worth pursuing this and so we, we stopped Effectively stopped a year and a half ago building e-commerce sites for other people and we wound that business back quite a bit and we started putting a lot more effort into costumes and it's had some some fairly significant growth since then.
0: Wonderful. Is- and you're, you're on eBay as well as uh, uh, sitting alongside eBay, is that right, in that business? We, we
1: do a little bit on eBay. Yeah. Um, our, our website is probably 80 uh, or more percent of our revenue at the okay. moment. Um, and yeah, the website's going quite well. Mm. eBay hasn't been a big focus for us wow. um, in the last six months or so, but come September, October, and Halloween this year, we will we'll probably start pushing a lot more volume through eBay. Oh, okay, so you use eBay more on a tactical sort of approach now. Yeah, we do. So, it's a it's an opportunity. Um, mm. It's obviously a market that's there. Um, and the great thing about it is, it, if if you can price your product correctly. You will get sales, you know, yeah. from, from day one, and but it is a very price sensitive market. Mm. So, we, so we,
0: how now do you um, sort of generate traffic to your site that's away from here? But this presumably we're talking now. We're back to things that a, a number of our listeners will be very familiar mm. with. This is it's SEO. It's 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 that side of things. Presumably, is yeah. what's driving most traffic there. Would that be right? Yeah, we we
1: get a fair bit of traffic from SEO, um, mm. especially. Since, well, probably in the last two, three months since we've we rebranded into costumes.com.au. Right. Uh, we, we bought that domain late last year and we, we built an entirely new website. And right, okay. we we actually spent quite a lot of time with um, an SEO consultant, a good friend of mine, who was involved early on in the design process. And we put a lot of effort into the, the structure of the site. Right, the content, from the outset. Yep, from yeah. design through to the launch and... Since we launched uh, nearly three months ago now, we've had a significant uplift in organic traffic from Google, uh, which has been really good. But yeah, we use other marketing channels. There's the, all the shopping comparison websites like Get Price and My Shopping, and so on. Uh, we've got an affiliate program. Uh, we have a Facebook account that we don't do too much on at the moment. We have some blog articles. So we write some content on the website. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, look, all the standard... Yes, best best practice sort of stuff. There's definitely nothing blackout going on. No,
0: I'm sure. And and the lovely thing is, you you know, because say anybody that that uh, after this sort of at the end of this podcast tracks goes and has a look at you at. um, NathanHubatz.com will see that um, this is a path you've been on for a long time you know this mm-hmm. is this is like a uh, culmination is perhaps the wrong word because that's suggesting a conclusion which I'm sure it isn't but you know it is it's a coming together of your skills um, which for anyone taking a, a step into sort of online retail for the first time this could be a path that they go on but it's getting some runs on the board it's getting some experience it's finding your market and then hopefully people can find themselves in the situation you were where you're surrounding yourself with people that are skilled and it's a matter of then, simple as it sounds, plugging in the right product to that, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it is, yeah. And making sure that you, you find, uh, I guess, a network of people, like, like your network in mm. your business and uh, you know, going to a couple of conferences and uh, making sure that you try and shortcut your way to the good decisions. Yeah. Um, and I've spent some time mentoring a number of different online retailers over you know, the past three or four years, and and yeah, it's I can see the benefit that they get from talking to someone who's been there and done it and and knows more than they do, mm. because you're able to point them in the right direction and say, no, don't bother doing that; <laughs> it's a yeah. waste of money. Yep. Go down this path, you know, yep. you will find some success there. So. It's important to build that network and, and and listen and ask questions and learn and you know, attend a conference and and start getting a, a feel for the market. Yeah.
0: Yes, I guess I think the thing is it, it's sometimes a, it, when people are thinking about a sort of perhaps a, a secondary business or something that can just bring a little bit of extra revenue. That doesn't mean that the thinking and the strategizing and the planning and the research um, is any less um it you know there's there's no easy answer is there we have to anything that we do i think we've we've still got to put the work in mm. but um but say what you're saying is and what we're certainly what we're observing around the place is is the rewards are there if you do it and it's um it's not as if there's not um ample sources of of support which is a nice perhaps segue onto. Your Dummies Guide. So the Dummies Guide is, is available from your website, Nathan Huppat, H-U-P-P-A-T-Z.com. Yep. Um, and I think it's a fine read for anybody sort of ex- exploring this area. And um, we'll also make sure that we give a link to your costume site so people can have a look at um, what you're doing there. And that's where we'll leave this show from flying solo. I'm Robert Gerrish, and we hope you'll join us next time. If you're looking to start a business or rejuvenate the one you're in, you'll find heaps of resources at flyingsolo.com.au and a supportive community on our forums and Facebook. Thanks for listening.